What's up, guys? This is William back here at World of Wireless. I am glad to have each and every one of you back today. Uh, my special guest today is Mr. Gary Stewart. Uh, Gary and I have known each other essentially our entire lifetime. Um, Gary shared um, some information with me, a message that he received from God about uh, something that he needed to talk to as many folks as possible about. It's called Prayer of a Protest. And like I said, I had been getting caught up this whole podcast and thing. I was getting hung up in the numbers and I was getting hung up in the listeners and the content and talking to this person, talking to that person. And I kind of lost the essence of what the, my podcast, this World of Wally, actually started off to be. And that was to give the, a voice to those that didn't have a voice or did not get the opportunity to be afforded a voice. So after talking with Gary for uh, a little while about it, I said, you know, this would be a perfect example of, of kind of getting back to my grassroots and, and where you know, this whole concept of the podcast started. The prayer, of, uh, the prayer over protest is um, it's pretty. It's an essential concept. It, you know, he and I both agree that protesting uh, in a peaceful manner to try to affect change, we're 100% for that. Um, you know, the, the violence that we see spawning from the protest. You know, we're, we're dead set against that. Um, he even brings up in our conversation that he and I have about how people are essentially evil. I mean, the Bible even calls us the element of evil. But um, the biggest issue that he and I both um, kind of chatted about, and I'm not even sure if we even got that part recorded during our conversation, was the, the need, the, the true essence for prayer. Uh, and not just prayer. The, the scripture actually tells us that we should humble ourselves and come to, to, come to God in prayer so he will hail our lands because of that action. The problem is, is humility issues. Uh, even Christians, even believers in Christ, have issues with humility all the time. So it's, like I said, it's a simple concept, but God placed it upon his heart. Uh, it definitely wants you guys to hang around and listen to what he has to say. Uh, we want to get this word that was given to him and it, you know, to as many people as possible. Uh, it's all about the one plus one. You know, one person hears it and then they pass it along you know, to somebody else, let another friend or family member know about it so they can hear it and do it over and over and over. Uh, we know about the power of you know multiplication. We understand the concept that if, if one person takes the time to share it, then that gives other people the opportunity to hear it. So we definitely want you to help us get the word out. We do, um, one thing I do want to point out, um, no matter how you feel about faith, about the Christians in this world, or the Christian lifestyle, remember this, prayer is a common thread. It's an essential element. It's, it's, it's the essence of every major recognized religion in the world. It's the one common thing that each and every major recognized religion has in common is the concept of prayer, the use of prayer, the effectiveness of prayer. Guys, I, I can remember long before I ever 
gave my life to Christ about hearing stories about prayer, about the power of prayer. You know, people praying out of need or necessity. Um, and when it was done with humility, when it was done with a humbled heart, there were effects felt by everyone, not just the person praying or the person that was being prayed for, but everybody involved in the situation. You guys, we're all about um, wanting to help affect change in, in this world and the United States, you know, specifically that we live in. So just take a listen, regardless of how you feel, like I said, about the Christian walk, faith, you know, believer, non-believer, um, you know, Muslim, you know, Jewish, whatever your faith is, take a listen, pass it along. Um, you know, we don't, we're not recording this episode to try to start a fight or to try to, you know, cause any more conflict than this whole world's already already involved in. But um, I think you're going to be blessed by what you hear this vision, this word that was given to you by God. So after the break, guys, my guest is Gary Stewart. That's just a quick word from us here at World Wally. Um, we are always looking for support from our listeners to help continue our purpose, continue our drive, continue our mission. Uh, here at World Wally, we strive to provide top-notch, compelling content that appeals to all ages and backgrounds. We do approach the podcast as a vehicle to deliver this information in a way that everyone, even the common man or the common woman, feels that content speaks directly to them. We can only continue to provide thought-provoking and engaging conversations and guests with your help and your support. World of Wally is nothing without you, the listener, and your support. Thank you from all of us here at World of Wally. If you want to become part of our journey here as this project continues, uh, find out more at our Patreon link uh, at www.patreon.com front slash world of Wally. Uh, you also will be able to find it in the episode notes of each episode throughout season two. Like I said, guys, we couldn't do it without you. We don't want to do it without you. So anything you can do to help, we appreciate it. And as always, guys, Wally out. All right, guys, we're back to the show today. Uh, as promised, my guest today, Mr. Gary Stewart. Gary, how are you doing today? Doing good, William. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. Uh, I, as I promised in the intro, uh, Gary has a very um, inspiring story that he wants to share with you guys today, something that God placed upon his heart, a vision of sorts. Uh, but before we get started, I want to go ahead and, and let my listeners know Gary's going to tell you guys a little bit about his background, where he came from, and brought him to this point where, like I said, God impressed upon him this vision that he wants to share not only with his local community, but with the entire world. Gary, tell us a little bit about yourself for my listeners get us started. Uh, well, just as background information, I, I live in, I'm from Columbia, uh, you know, left there in 80, uh, 89, I mean, I'm sorry, left there in, in 85, going to the military, got back in 89. Uh, fell in love with a girl in uh, Brookhaven, Mississippi, in 1989, and uh, we got married. Got two great kids, uh, Caroline, living in Houston, Clint lives here locally in the farm product business. Uh, just uh, you know, one of those kids that was drugged to church on Sundays and just raised up in the church, and you know, come to know the Lord early in life. And uh, you know, and you know, I consider myself a perfect follower of Jesus Christ. So, you know. Just uh, we go to the First Baptist Church here in Brookhaven, and uh, we have a tremendous staff, pastor, and uh, just just really sweet fellowship there in, uh, in Brookhaven. Uh, but in my 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 work, you know, I, I still haven't decided what I'm going to do when I grow up. Uh, I do a little real estate, I do a little oil and gas, we do a little timber forestry uh, product business. So 
I, I stay pretty busy, you know, out there in the world every day, you know, uh, trying to keep things going and keeping keeping all the fires put out. Uh, but but at the end of the day, I get to travel, I get to meet people, I get to go to people's houses, I get to see people where they're at in their good times, their bad times, you know. Um, just you know, you never know when somebody's doing something with real estate. You know, it's, it's not just a, a contract or a listing. It's somebody's. It's a huge investment. You know, somebody's looking to either buy a house or they buy a piece of land or it's a death in the family or unfortunately maybe a divorce. Something's going on in that person's life to where you know we can all be missionaries wherever God's called us to do. And uh, so, you know, same thing. Timber, same thing in the oil and gas. I do a petroleum land work. And uh, uh, that 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 gives me the ability to you know meet people you know that have mineral rights or oil and gas opportunities from California to New York, absentee landowners, and, and uh, so I get to travel to different states and do these prospects, and and that leads me up to where we at now. Uh, we uh, we're doing a little oil and gas job up in Arkansas, and and uh, just been you know really praying about what how things are going in our country and. You know, and I've, I've been in central, uh, the, the Midwest, different places, and even just around here. You know, you go to the cafe and sit around with a bunch of older men, and everybody's talking about how crazy things are. Just, you know, the, the spiritual warfare, the spiritual deception that we that we have in our world today, and it's just it's just mind blowing. You know, when people call good evil and evil good, you know, it's just like it's all backwards. It's just like we're living in some bizarre world. You know, and. Uh, and you know you see things on TV that just aggravates you, just a, a lot of frustration on everybody's part, not just Christians, but even you know, you know carnal Christian, Christian, secular, whatever, you, whatever you are, atheist, whatever you are, or whatever you believe are, just well, think about there's a lot of frustration on everybody's part. And of course, we know who the author of that is. So, uh, so up there in Arkansas. Any more background you need to know, William? No, you good, brother. You good. I just want my, I just want my listeners kind of know. I didn't want to share all the gory details about how you used to brutalize your brother and myself back when we was younger, chaps. But you made us, you made us better men because of it. But I wasn't right. gonna get into all that. So that's right. That's right. Uh, so you know, so I was up there in Arkansas, and you know, of course, now with the pandemic and all, you know, everybody's zooming for. For, for, for the preaching for services for you know for your church services or Sunday school classes and so you don't really have to miss out now that you're out of town anymore and uh, so we was out there and I was on the prospect and I got me a good little hilltop me and the guy was in my truck with me we had some Sunday school class and uh, Milton West is my Sunday school teacher and he said you know uh, one of the verses that he shared was Ephesians 4:26 and I'll just the first part of that verse says do not sin in your anger and uh and you know that, that just I just kind of thinking about where things are at in the world and what's all going on and how frustrating everybody is because that's one of my greatest fears is, is that all this frustration leads to some civil unrest. It's it's not healthy. It's not good. Nobody wins from that, and we're seeing some of that now. And uh, so uh, so so with that verse on my mind and my heart, I just kind of pondered on that and went through the rest of the Sunday school lesson and. It kind of tied it in with Jesus getting mad and, you know, cleansing the temple and, and just, uh, you know, just, you know, but he didn't sin during that process. He got mad. He did something about it, but he did not sin. And, and that's what we have to aspire to as Christians. You know, we don't, we can't take things in our own hands. We can't go physically 
burn something down or hurt somebody or, or even with our tongues. You know, we don't even need to slander somebody with our tongues and, and that kind of stuff. We just cannot sin. And, uh, or, or we miss the mark, you know, or, or we allow Satan to win that particular battle that's going on. It feels good for a short period of time, but at the end of the day, it's, it's sin. And uh, so, uh, so that night we had a little uh, operational, we had a little operational meeting. Uh, we had a little operational meeting uh, in El Dorado, Arkansas. And uh, so I was, where I was sitting, I could see the courthouse square. And, uh, and I saw, I looked over there and there was a, 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 a what appeared to be just some folks kind of scattered around the courthouse grounds on the courthouse steps. And they were reading Bible verses and I could, I could hear them sing a little hymn. And then they broke up into small groups and they prayed and then they went off individually and prayed, kind of come back together. And uh, it just really blessed me. It really touched me because it's just, you know, that's just really just say, well, that's, 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 that's a Sunday night service right there. You know, really nobody's going to church on Sunday nights anymore. I said, that's what we need to do. We just need to go to the courthouse and pray. And uh, so it just kind of stuck in my mind. And then that night, I, I woke up about 1 o'clock. And what my bladder, my bladder wakes me up about 4 o'clock. So I thought it had to be something else. And uh, I did eat some Mexican food. So it may have been some of that Mexican food. <laughs> but anyway, I woke up. And the first thing that came up in my mind was, was prayer over protest. And that verse, Ephesians 4.26a, do not sin in your anger. So I put that, you know, prayer over protest. And look, it's time. You know, I said, okay. So I, I got it. It all kind of just come into focus right then. And it said, okay, it's time to don't get mad. You know, don't sin in your anger. But it's 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 probably it's time to, for us to pray. And everybody's out protesting. You know, it's 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 our right to protest. There's no doubt about it. I mean, hey, if something's not going wrong, there's a social injustice. Hey, speak up. You know, come together, peacefully protest make that case heard, you know, storm City Hall and get some changes, you know, that, that, that would help everybody. And, uh, but at the end of the day, as a Christian, I just think we're called to pray. And, uh, and I think that's the best way we can protest is through a peaceful prayer, prayer meetings on our courthouse steps, just like the people in the I think, you know, it's our right to protest, but it's, but it's our privilege. It's our privilege to absolutely After seeing those people play around those courthouse steps and all the protests that's going on around the around the country, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, I don't care what your political biases are or non-biases, it's just time for Christians to get together and pray. So God put prayerful protest on my heart. And what I want to do is get with other fellow believers in different counties in Mississippi uh, initially and get pastors and lay people. Just, you know, go, in, go to your courthouse, just like those folks in El Dorado, and just take a time, 30 minutes, hour, it don't matter. Just you and God do business and, and intercede uh, on our nation's behalf, because I think we're at some really major crossroads uh, morally. I think we some, you know, uh, really major crossroads, obviously, politically, with the direction of the new election, of the election coming up. And I just think there's so many things that we need to pray about. You know, you think about how far our nation has come, and we're not that old of a nation in world history, you know, in standards. Right. You know, we're relatively a new nation. And uh, you think about our forefathers came here in Pilgrim seeking, you know, freedom of religion, seeking, you know, you know, biblical morals, and now our country has totally embraced, you know, the worldview. And uh, absolute, you know, there's no absolute truths anymore. 
and, and and that's that's one of our biggest prayer needs. And we, you know, morally we have come from, you know, we have just come so far from those days. And uh, and, and and what people now call good is it's, it's back then would be totally evil. You know, we went from the days of where Lucy and Ricky slept in two separate beds, now we got some guys sleeping in the same bed. You know, so we have got a tremendous amount to pray about. And I just think it's time for believers to, to rally at the courthouse steps, lift up their cities, their city officials, their state, state officials, our nation, our, our president, you know, our Congress. It's just time to, to, to quit playing church and to get serious about it and, and pray and come together, uh, you know, in a systematic way. Instead of, you know, out protesting and looting and burning, we can, we can come together and pray at the courthouse. So that's what God's put on my heart. And, like I said, we we started. We're getting some T-shirts made up. Uh, we get getting the Facebook page developed. You know, I'm talking about some radio spots and some billboards. We, I mean, we really want to get this message out there and get people to the courthouse praying. And, uh, and it, you know, it just takes one little spark to get the fire going. And I think I think you know, last night in Marion County, you know, the Church of Maine was able to get that first spark going. And I'm, I'm hoping we can just go on from here. And just everybody be obedient, and uh, and then we just start going to these county by county, and and you know it's just as simple as going down to your county and getting with other believers and praying. Nothing complicated, no fruit juice cookies, you know. Uh, we're not really praying for Aunt Sally, Aunt Sally's, you know, toenail. We're we're praying for our, our country, our country to be healed. And I still believe God will heal our land if we if we confess our sins and humble ourselves. I believe He'll heal our land. I really believe that. Well, you brought up something a second ago I want to ask you about. You were talking about how we're relatively an infant when it comes to, to world history, you know, from a nation standpoint, and where we started and where we are now. I mean, how, how difficult do you think it's going to be for this movement to actually catch traction and to move forward? Well, anytime you do something for the Lord, you know you're going to face, you know, spiritual challenges, um, you know, just... You know, the devil's going to throw as many roadblocks in there as he can. And, uh, and, and you know, and, I, and I'll be honest with you, I'm just going to do what God's called me to do. And, and that's, that's pray for my city and my, my town here at Brookhaven, Lincoln County Courthouse. And, and if I can put out some things with via social media and some advertisement and get some other people going in their other areas, that's what God's called me to do. So I'm excited about it. I think people are so frustrated William with the, you know what's going on right now and they're looking for something to do and they don't know what to do you know and uh, I mean I've actually had people call me and say hey man you got, well how much guns and ammo do you have you know they <laughs> people are just wanting to start to form militias I mean believe it or not I mean that's right. that's where it gets they, they look you know hey you know you're in a homeowner association that's a person that's a look dude. Uh, I mean I think you got to protect your property I, I'm all for you know first second amendments I'm all for those things and I do have plenty of guns and ammo, but at the end of the day, there's nothing more powerful than God's people coming together and pray. That's better than any militia, and that's that's our best that's our best event. So to answer your question, it's always difficult to get things out. No devil's gonna throw stumbling blocks in there, but I guess I don't care. You know, uh, you know, not in the don't care of sins. I always care, but it, it'll happen when God wants it to happen. But if I'm just obedient to what I'm supposed to do and what I'm and when I'm supposed to do it, it all work out. And uh, I just want to get the word out that, that it's time to pray and put prayer over protest and let's 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 get God let's get with God and heal this nation. Let God heal this nation. 
Well, I want to get your opinion on this. Um, at this point, you were talking about getting the, getting the word out in your community, out you know from your church. Uh, that's what we want all the communities to do, to echo that sentiment. But well, do you feel like, and I, I, I kind of feel this way, that we're looking at one of the biggest roadblocks right now is that what I call fringe Christianity at this point. You know, it. I understand the pandemic was a horrible situation that we've, we've all, you know, kind of toiled through. But here's the deal. The pandemic is now just an open excuse to step away uh, you were talking about Sunday night services. Now, I can't remember the last Sunday night service that, which I, our church that we attend right now, which is Church on Main, we don't do Sunday night services. Uh, but I know plenty of churches in this area that do. Well, they've totally gotten away from that, and everything's going online at this point. So, I mean, do you? How do you feel about the church effectively taking a back seat of its own accord? It wasn't forced to do this it, it did it on its own so yeah. that's going to be a difficult you know road, as they used to say the old country boy now that's a difficult road to hoe now because yeah, you is. got you got christian folks let's let's not even talk about non-christians let's don't talk about those that have friends beliefs let's don't even talk about other you know worldly religions let's just talk about the so-called christians in this world they're effectively taking their own power away because they do it through a lot of ways. They do it through, um, you know, elections that they don't attend and, and vote in. They do it through non-participation in the assembly of the church. I mean, they, you know, taking away time from the church, all kind of aspects. So, I mean, it's it's going to be difficult if if you can't rally your own troops. Is I guess the best way to say it. So, how do you how you feel about that? You know, I, I never count God out and. You know, I, I think from a common sense standpoint, you know, I, I do understand that, you know, there are times of social distance. There are times to kind of, you know, help dip the pandemic in the bud. So, unfortunately, you know, going to church is probably one of those things that would, would you know, could, could conceivably, you know, be, a, be an incubation or some type of, you know, hyper type spread event there. Uh, so, but with that said, you know, I, I never count God out. Uh, you know, from a government standpoint, you know, the, the churches are, to me, it's just as essential as the liquor, more so than the liquor store that they kept open, you know. So uh, the church is, is resilient, you know. I think there's so much going on right now, William, in America that, that, you know, that we just can't write a check and fix it. We just, we got a heart problem. And and people are starting to see the, the ugly side of humanity because, I mean, we're evil. I mean, the Bible calls us evil. You know, and apart from God's grace and, you know, the blood of Jesus, we are. You know, I am. And, uh, and and so I just think what people are seeing on their TV screens and the news clips and, you know, the, the violence in the world. I mean, 50 people got shot in Chicago this week. 10 people died. Now, those are souls. Those are lives. I don't, I don't care what your color is. Death is death. Pro-life is pro-life. Wound to the tomb. You know, and, and I just really feel like that Jesus now. People need the church now. And I, I think I think all these events are happening for a reason. I think COVID obviously happened for a reason. I think God's going to use all these reasons, these reasons to, to revive us. And I think if we humble ourselves and we get we get to praying, and not, not just about prayer, prayer for protest, but we just, and that's really what I, my heart is for prayer for protest, is just get everybody to come back together. Just come back in prayer. 
We don't have to have anything fancy. We don't have to have anything but just meet with a willing and open heart and, 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 and confessing our need and lordship of God in our lives and our nation. And uh, if we can change some hearts, if, I mean, if we do change hearts, we can get a revival back in this country and, and then we can start fixing a lot of our moral problems. Because I think we can do anything we set our minds to as an American. I really do. I really think America is the best country. There's nothing like it. You know, if we got a problem, we can solve it. But we got to solve it together. And there's there's two, to me right now, there's two standards. You know, I got one standard for me and one standard for you. And I, I go with the standard that fits the agenda that I want to go to. And, and that's that it's not right. There's only one set of standards, and that's biblical standards. And that's what we should all aspire to. I think we've gotten away from that. But man, I'm excited about what God can do. When things so seem so bleak, things seem so down, God always shows up. And if we're sitting there praying, expecting him to do something, we ain't gonna miss it. You know what I mean? We're just right. gonna be right there. We're just gonna be right there on time with us every every time. He's always on time. Well you just mentioned that the time of this recording, uh, it's being done on a Monday, the previous Sunday evening, um, the very first meeting, the first uh, protest, uh, prayer of a protest. Uh, the movement began last night here in Columbia, Mississippi, is where I'm based out of. You and your wife actually were in attendance. Um, so this episode will air about a month from now. So in a, and then you said yourself, God is boundless and He is endless, and uh, nothing is outside His reach or control. Uh, when this episode airs, where, where do you kind of see the movement? Where do you think? What's the potential that God has to it, with this movement a month from now? Where, where are you? What are you looking at? We're, we're going to do it September the 13th, I believe, is a Sunday. We, uh, we're not doing next. I'm going to be out of town working next Sunday back in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So I may slip over to the other rock and pray with those guys on Sunday night. I may see if they're still there. Right. And I may, I may go speak to them Sunday night. That's probably what I'll end up doing. And then, but we're going to try to get things lined out and kicked off. Uh, my brother's getting some t shirts made up, so I want to kind of get some, some, some distribution of some t-shirts where we, people can see us, they can stand, we can stand out, and they want, I want them to ask, hey, what they doing at the courthouse, you know, I want, this is all uh, great commission dates, you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's about prayer, but man, it's about reaching a soul for, for Jesus at the end of the day, and, uh, and, and that was, that's what I, you know, you know it's, it's a, and also a very important thing that I, that I didn't mention, it's a whosoever, you know, I've talked to our, I've talked to the policemen here, I've talked to other city officials. I've talked to other pastors. You know, I'm texting them. I got some group texts going. I, I just want to, you know, get get as many many people or whosoever will come come to the courthouse and let's just lift up our nation. And uh, but so I, but my anticipation for this is it's a start. But what I'm going to do is just talk to pastors in their area, invite them to like our Facebook page, let them schedule their own events on there. And, and then the people that live in that county can go to their courthouse on that, on that Sunday night and, and lift, this, lift this country up in prayer. And that's, that's it. Well, that is fantastic, brother. Hey, I'm glad you took time to come on here and share your share God's vision that was through you. Um, I know you got a lot in the works. Like I said, it's in its infancy right now, this, this vision, this movement. Um, you said a Facebook page is coming. Uh, let everybody know how they can find out more about what's going on. I mean, I know the Facebook page is already established. If, if you want to share any of your personal, you know, social media information where they can reach out to you, uh, anything you got going on, any way they can, because by the time this episode does air, 
everything, all of that should be up and running. So go ahead and share right. that with us. That's, right. That's right. We'll do. We'll do. Is it going to be, is your Facebook page, is it going to be listed prayer over protest? Is that how it's going to be searchable? Yeah, yeah. Prayer searchable over protest. on Facebook? Okay. Yeah. Right, and like I said, uh, guys, details are all are coming in. Like I said, it's, this is in its infancy. Uh, and by the time this episode airs, I will have that contact information that he provides us uh, in the episode notes. So you guys will be able to just, you'll just be click and follow kind of deal. All right? You got All anything right, else? Hey, you got anything else you want to share with us before you get out of here? No, just thank you for your time. And uh, just, you know, God bless this podcast. And, and just want to challenge everybody, you know, just pick a time that works for, for you and your community. I tell you guys, after after Gary Stewart, people find out Gary Stewart's been on my podcast, it might break the internet, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hey, thank you, Gary. Thank you for taking time. And I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Like I said, we'll do anything we can to help you out, okay? Have a great day, man. All right, bye-bye. And as always, guys, wallet out. Join me, William Wally, every Tuesday and Friday as I share my thoughts and have engaging discussions with various guests, tackling all types of topics from religion, politics, sports, social media, and also current events and everyday observations from my very own life. Just a small town guy with some big time opinions. Love me or hate me, but you will want to listen in weekly on the podcast, World of Wally.